from deep in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada, it's the Best of the Outdoors podcast, brought to you by Texas Fishing Game Magazine, the voice of the Texas Outdoor Nation. I'm your humble host, Dustin Von Warnke, joined today by my buddy, Dustin Ellerman. The other buddy, Dustin. There you go. Brother man, Dustin Ellerman. Yeah, we can switch SHOT Show badges all week. Because <laughs> it says Dustin is the main, yeah. So we're at SHOT Show Range Day, kind of reporting post-Range Day 2019. Can't believe it's 2019, man. This is crazy. Um, so, Dustin, I almost didn't get into the Range Day today. <laughs> yeah, you had to make a special trip. I had to make a special trip, and I finally got that taken care of. So all that being said, um, what are some of the things that you, you've got some notes, I've got some notes, um, that we thought interesting, what I like to do on these shows when we do Range Day, is the second Range Day podcast that we've done uh, since this podcast has been going on for almost four years now. Um, so what did you find interesting, Justin? Interesting, interesting. Well, let's see. You know, the, what comes jumps off right off the bat was, you know, the new stuff. Right. And Mossberg just released their, what is it, MC1 pistol. So it's a compact 9mm single, uh, single stack. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my question is, well, is it any good? Right. And uh, I'm a trigger snob. So the first thing I'm going to do is, <laughs> is is go dry fire that thing. Every gun we walk up to, when I first started going to range day with you three years ago, you were just like, all right, let's do the reset on the trigger, reset on the trigger, reset on the trigger. And I was just like, okay. I got I, a standards. I get that. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and, and the trigger was surprisingly adequate good even you know for for a subcompact budget gun because what was a msrp 425 i think so you're gonna see street price probably 350 and uh you know so i they the two mags or whatever that i put through it were great i was hitting all the targets and uh um, it's basic and simple. It's got a flat trigger, which a lot yep. of industries go into. Something you would customize later on. Right. And it's got that right out of the box, and with a, a nice trigger, nice reset, um, and several different uh, flavors. You know, one with a cross bolt safety, another yeah. with a laser. Night, night sights are a nice upgrade. Right. And uh, which aren't that much either. Yeah, it was like eighty bucks more for true glow, yeah. but but I could tell the difference because as soon as I picked it up at the front firing line, I was like, "Oh snap, these are good sights!" And yeah, I it had knew kind of I picked a U up. In it, kind of the, the and they're just sights. sharper cut. They're yeah, more preci- right. precise with a. They're not. They're plastic ones, I guess. Just you know, less uh, tolerances there, mm-hmm. and they can be. It, 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 I could just tell right away when I picked it up. It's like they may actually made a winner. You know, I kind of wanted to. I was fully prepared to snub my nose up at it and say, "Meh," because well. When rifle companies like Remington tried to make a pistol, and it was stupid. What, the LC9 or whatever it was? I don't even remember. But all I remember was it got recalled within the first few months. And it looked like junk or weird. It looked like it was from the 30s, really. Okay. Which, anyway, they failed. But Mossberg may not have. It's being a shotgun company and then more recently a rifle company now getting into handguns. Yeah, and, and for the budget-minded and stuff, it's going to be a, 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 a very big competitor to those like Caltech, Smith & Wesson Shield. Um, I could totally see myself recommending it if it if I can get my hands on it and it p- passes my reliability tests. Which you put your guns through. Yeah, yeah, I'll carry tests. a gun for two months and right. shoot several hundred rounds through it before I even consider writing about it. Okay. And so, uh, but yeah, it, it could be a wiener. 
A wiener. A wiener. 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 <laughs> well, and that's the thing that, that amazed me is that the price point's low, but it's not like a, of low quality. You know, from the build quality and everything like that looked good. Um, you know, it wasn't like, I, I don't want to mention any names, but, you know, those subpar, you know, uh, handgun companies out there that kind of make, you know, your Saturday night specials. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It had no feel to that at all. It really felt solid in your hands. And it, it was kind of a shorter magazine well, too. So it kind of reminded me of, a, I guess, a Keltec or something like that. Yeah, Would yeah. you say that? Yeah, okay. right. A step up, though. Yeah. I, I, oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But the same basic overall size. So it's yep. easy conceal. I mean, uh, budget gun. You know, easy to everyday carry. I mean. Yeah, and a good trigger. I mean, trigger, you yeah. know, I, 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 as much as I try to carry a larger guns at times for everyday work and as active as I am at camp, sure. I love the single stacks. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's a lot what I recommend. That's cool. That's cool. One of the other places you were going to today was uh, Norma Ammunition, Ruag, yeah. um, Gecko, all the different lines that they carry there. Uh, new handgun ammunition and then a new rifle ammunition. And twenty two. That's right. So I got to use That's their right. twenty two ammo. Yeah, it, with the uh, it, it's a match grade stuff. I used it in the Defiance review that we just published, mm-hmm. and I was real happy with it. it. Completely reliable, even more than my CCI standard. I was usually shooting, mm-hmm. and uh, and, and I mean. Easily sending them through sub one inch holes at fifty yards, right? And so that was my first experience with Norma. But they've got an impressive uh, line coming up of nine millimeter, which is you know something else I love. It's just good nine millimeter ammo. Yeah. Uh, they've got stuff uh, catered to the defense market, and uh, then they also have uh, I forget all the you know exact brands uh, or or their their. They're ammo names, uh, but they have one catered to uh, the PCC market. So your pistol caliber carbines, they have you know optimum nine millimeter rounds for that, and that's gonna. And then they have one that was, I think it it was actually designed to be a hollow point, but it didn't expand like they wanted. But they found out it was incredibly accurate. So they're selling it for match nine millimeter handgun ammo for like your Bianchi cup and such. Yeah. That's that's so it's like okay, hey, I'm right up there because I love testing my guns far. Like at 50 yards, you know, right. like that, like heck, you give me that Mossberg MC1. Like I did my Walther PPSM2, the Sig 365. Everything I'm doing in my reviews, I go all the way back to 50 yards. Right, and I'm See shooting. How accurate it is there. Yeah, I mean, with the Sig, I was shooting four inch groups at, at 50 yards with it. But your and top so, shot, Dustin. I mean, you know. Okay. <laughs> I'm just messing. So I'm digging this. I, I'm I digging think that's this cool though that you show that you show the you know the the, the capabilities of that weapon at that distance. But it requires. Good ammo. Do that. Oh, yeah. it does, it does for sure. So I know I've used, uh, I fell in love with Black Hills um, Honey Badger ammo this year just because stupid accurate. And so this Norma stuff may be, you know, r- right up that alley. Oh, that's good. Uh, and then uh, the Bond Strike, and then uh, also I have the, um, the the two lines of ammunition that we reviewed for um, for the Texas Fishing Games digital program, Tex African Safari, which I was telling you about earlier. Mm-hmm. Really cool, really overall, uh, fantastic, um, you know, accuracy. I killed two white-tailed deer this year with the um, with the Norma ammo that they sent me. I mean, high-quality, you know, uh, uh, rifle ammunition, too. So I just at least wanted to pitch that as well. Yeah, so I'm liking that brand. Yeah, that's good. Uh, what else? 
You talked about the Walther, so let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, so the, the big buzz is uh, their new uh, Q5 st- match steel frame. And I've always liked Walther because, again, their factory stock triggers just are, are great. Right. And the, so the Q5 is... Now, they had their Q5, which is just their like their long slide competition ready uh, 9mm. And I've been eyeing it for a while because... I know. It, it, yeah, they came up with that right after I started tapering out on my three gun uh, at work or I would have been all over it. But now they have the steel, mat, the, the steel frame one. And so, of course, it's a little heavier, a little bulkier. It was shot great. It's not compensated like I thought. The slide cuts were just lightning, lightning cuts. Okay. And so... While you know, don't fool yourself into thinking it's 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 got a comp on it, um, and, and it was all fine and dandy. The uh, they are going to be coming out with some smaller uh, grip panels for it, which was one of my first complaints. Is like, man, the, the Q5 polymer feels better in my hand. Right. So I, I'm still kind of leaning towards the original Q5, just because uh, the ergonomics still a little better. But sure. it sounds like they're going to have options for that steel frame, so it's available. And it's cool. No, that's cool. And, I mean, Walther's always made high-quality, um, you know, uh, uh, handguns. And I got to shoot a little bit today, and then you got to shoot. That was the first place we went together, and I got to meet with the guys over there. And, I mean, uh, you've been a fan of Walther for a long time, haven't you? Since James Bond as a teenager. <laughs> no, for real, that golden, uh, gold, gold, uh, golden yeah, eye gold when they eye. went with the new P99, I was like, oh, that's mine. But on that same note, they just reintroduced the PPK. And PPKS. Right. Which so was I last didn't shoot year, right? Was no, I think it was just like this month. This month, okay. Because right. uh, I guess, you know, they, they imported them all under Smith & Wesson and Inner Arms, but that was 20-something years ago. Right. And I guess they haven't had it back in their lineup. I hadn't been paying attention because once you shoot a blowback 380, it sucks. You know, and, and it stings, and it's not the smoothest gun in the world. I didn't shoot it today, but now I'm wishing I had just to see if it's any better than, you know. Sure. Like, I've got a burst of thunder that just absolutely brutal to shoot. It's just, it's just hard to get. Yeah, hands, and know. so I always thought the Walther's kind of the same because of the same build, but I bet it's a little better. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. It, and I mean, that, kind of vintage retro there. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, so you you draw back from the days of James Bond and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah that's the best marketing Walther ever had. Yeah, I bet if good. they they may not even be an American company if it wasn't for that. <laughs> I'm serious. Because anyway, it was it was a good marketing there. Oh, know, absolutely. That. Yeah, at that point, yeah, because everybody wanted wanted one of those guns. You're fine. Um, one thing I was going to mention, Winchester came out with a new round, uh, the 350 Legend, and they just announced that today at Range Day. Um, you know, they say it's it's going to be more powerful than a 3030, a 300 Blackout, and a 223. It's going to be better, exactly better performance. Um, you know, I, I really think, you know, overall, the innovations, and I say this just about every show, I don't know, I drive my listeners crazy with this, but, you know, the innovations, man, I mean, we're the golden age. Yeah. This is really good. I mean, and, and of course, new caliber, new rifle, new, you know, everything. And so everything kind of feeds on itself. So here I'm thinking new suppressor. Right, new suppressor. <laughs> okay, I have 35, 35 suppressor. caliber. Yeah, 35 exactly. caliber suppressor. You can't use your 308. Well, you Bowers know. does make a 375 uh, versus 375. Is that for, be, like, African? It'll handle for, yeah, it's like it's made for the, the hardcore stuff. But it would also, subcalibers like okay. the 35 would be perfect for a lot of technical talking on this podcast, but this is this is stuff we normally don't get into when we do these shows. But you are like, you know, I'm like one Man. of your biggest fans. <laughs> and you tell real quick, uh, quick sidetrack. Um, one of your videos that you recently did uh, on your YouTube channel, and people get Top Shot Dustin and just Dustin Ellerman with two ends, right? Yeah, so they can find you. Okay, yeah. Type in D- Dustin on 
Dustin Ellerman on YouTube how to do it. Yeah, and uh, I know a lot of our listeners watch my stuff on YouTube, and, and it's just it's one of those things that I um, it's interesting to see the synergy you have on camera with some of the stuff you do, like for instance the shooting through a tree. I mean, I was reading some of the comments you got from some of the wackadoodles out there today, and I was just like, <laughs> you're kidding me. These people are actually on YouTube, but you've got some cool stuff out there right now. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, it started with that tree video going viral this last fall, and I okay. So the basis was I just figured let's see what'll shoot through a tree because uh, now trees have different properties and which Absolutely. wood and right. even which season you shoot them. Well, which season it is? You shoot them in. Yeah, yeah it'll because it, they'll have more water in the in the spring than in the winter. You know, and right. when they're more dormant and whatnot. So I was just like, ah, let's see what happens. So I took a it was like a 19 diameter inch pine that's right in front of my shooting bar that's kind of in the way anyway and so i'm like well let's see what happens and so i got everything up from the 22 9 millimeter 45 uh 223 uh, 308 762 39 300 win mag 338 lapua and then all the way to 50 bmg Gee, and, man. well i had to cover it all i guess so that was just spectrum man. well that was part one <laughs> part two we went hardcore with uh, all the steel core stuff right. the surplus so the 545 f39 and uh, like a eight millimeter Mauser and uh, uh, like 762 by 54R and yeah the one that gets to my heart yeah and oh and then but the real the real champion that even outperformed 50 BMG for their penetration through the tree through the test gel media through the backup test gel media yeah 30-06 M2 API really like the old retro World War II grand black tip. It, and it, it they all, still make those com block, those in block um, uh, for the grams. Uh, for the grams, yeah, yeah. yeah. In block magazine. Yeah, and that's why that's why flips. I actually shot it with flips. Oh wow! And uh, every single round went through everything. The steel core, it would shed all the all the <laughs> copper and lead, but that tungsten core, not really steel, would go through every. It was legit, even more so than the fifty BMG API. Yeah, and so they they can go find all them videos, and you know, then we go beef up the stunts and shoot from a trampoline. And yeah, I saw a part of that on fishgame.com blog. Yeah, you were doing some of that, so. I mean, it's just, just fun. great, great content. And you uh, camp his way, obviously. Tell somebody about that. You know, Marksman Camp. So my, yeah, my day, day job is uh, uh, running Camp His Way. So Summer Christian Kids Camp. And, we'll, well, we had uh, over 2,000 campers come Ooh. through this summer. Uh, but then in the off season, we get to have fun on some of these weekends. In the spring and fall, we have youth marksmanship camps. Right. And so uh, we have four camps scheduled this fall, and three of them are full. Uh, there's one in Mar- March open to nine to 13 year olds that still has a few spaces left. And now we let parents participate if they want to as well. Oh, goodness. And so we, we're limited to 12 participant spots, but it's just like being on Top Shot for kids. Yeah. Because at night we go down uh, go down the zip line with paintball guns. We're shooting uh, archery, blow guns, throwing tomahawks, slingshots, uh, throwing stars, and that's just on Saturday. Uh, shooting pellet rifles off of unstable platforms. <laughs> Suppress 22s all Sunday long. Shooting can cannons, and everybody gets to pull the trigger on my M99 Barrett, so 50 BMG, and bring home a steel casing. Yeah, the neighbors love that. <laughs> That's uh, so like a shockwave across the whole area. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a blast, though. That's funny. Um, oh, back to Mossberg, real quick. Yep. The shockwave. You and I both got to shoot. Speaking of shockwaves, uh, we both got to shoot the. Um, 
the shockwave. Uh, um, it, it's a, a miniature shotgun, I guess, if you will. Or it's a it's a cut it's down. Not it's, a, it's a not short a barrel, short barrel short shotgun. Shotgun, but it's like one. It has a, a, a you know a, a really you know like a pistol grip buttstock, mm-hmm. right? Okay, and um, and what a you know, not even an eighteen inch barrel, right? I mean, I don't. Even I guess know not. The, yeah. No, because yeah, Very that's good. part of the, the wall, draw to yeah. it, right? But yeah, you know, so if you put a real stock on it, you'd be committing a felony. Without yeah, it, you know, but because the it's in a small process. stock. But you talk about home defense. It's the overall length. That, it's overall length. Right, 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 yeah, right. since it since it's not a sp- specific overall length, you yeah. don't have to have the right. infringement stamp. But infringement stamp. Well, that's what that. it is when you try well, to license a constitutional spot, right. Yeah. Um, that I got to shoot that with the lasers. They're new. They're new. Yeah, Crimson you know. Trace came up with a. Yeah, it's, a, it's mounting on the back of the receiver. There, it's got like three paddle switches, and it was the green laser. We, I mean, we're out in the desert in the sunlight, and we could see the laser. Still so see it's doing it. its job. What twenty yards or whatever that no, was, probably not less that far, than that. But 10, ten yards or whatever, less yeah, than that. But, but but I mean, just just blasting. I mean, that was with light. That, that was with light. Yeah, exactly. That, that was with light loads. And you still felt it pretty good. So yeah, I mean, it's. It, I don't. It's it it's a, down here, it would you know. be a fun range toy to bring out. Hey, I gotta try this. Um, practically speaking, I guess if you needed something short and sweet without the stamp, that's. But it's got a cool factor. Yeah, it's, it's a heck it's, of a range toy. It's been, you shot it. I filmed you shooting it last time. Or yeah, but they had those pansy half loads, yeah, so it was yeah, nice yeah. to those shoot the real whatever, loads. Yeah, yeah. and even then, you're gonna put defensive loads in it later. Right. That's gonna be an experience. Yeah, experience of kicking kicking like a mule. Um, and it's funny you mentioned that because my buddy Danny Barry that runs DB Hunting Ranch, talked about him on, on the show a lot. He bought a coach gun the other day. You know what I'm talking about? I think Century yeah. imports them. Double barrel, yep. you know, break open. I mean, old school. And he's just like, the rabbit well, ears. you know, like, I'm going to defend the homestead with this. Yeah, the rabbit ears. Yeah, with the with the, with the the coach gun. You know, I thought that was funny. So, anyway. But, um. Well, speaking of shotguns, we both got to shoot a fully auto AA-12. Yep. A Sol Invictus. Solo Victus, and then also we got to shoot um, the carbine that was a nine millimeter. I think it was. Yeah, they had a few out there. Uh, nice looking guns. Oh my gosh! I mean, full automatic. I mean, I don't get to do that every day. You, however, <laughs> you know, Mister Top Shot. But I mean, it just it, it's it's an experience because you don't get to. I mean, here in Vegas, they have like ranges you can go to yeah. and just dump mags. Yeah. I mean, over and over again and do mag nuts. You know. With fully automatic, but you pay for it. Yeah. You know, you, you got to buy the ammo and all that other stuff, but or do a package of the ammo. But the cool thing about range day that we get to do is we get to shoot all this stuff for free, and we get mm-hmm. to shoot some full auto stuff. And Norma had a mini gun. I was gonna bring that up. That was slick. They wouldn't let me on the truck. Like three hundred but... rounds a second. I, they were <laughs> blowing through it, dude. I, I was mean... expecting you know a little bitty burst, and they're like. <laughs> Letting it ride, man. It was it was mounted on the back of a pickup truck, man. I mean, and I was just like, I mean, and, and it wasn't getting old. People were like going around it, and looking at it, and, yeah. you know, checking it out, sizing it, what made it work, and everything, and belt fed. You know, That's I mean, legit. I can't believe they didn't let you, Dustin Ellerman. You I, know, I guess you should have asked more. I guess you should have. So anyway, but now that was cool. You were telling me about Fleer. Yeah, yeah, at the long range booth, uh, I got to play with the Fleer Thermal. I, in the past, uh, well, last year, just about a little less than a year ago, I was with Lone Star Boars, yep. but we were using Pulsars, 
And uh, so it was like, hey, Fleer, I'll try that out. And they had uh, three three tiers of their... Okay. And, I, and I forget all the stats and stuff, but the low-end one with the smallest lens was, uh, you know, around uh, 2,200. So that's pretty good for yeah. an entry thermal. Sure. And so I was whacking steel at 100 yards with that, but then they I traded it out with the one that cost $3,700. And it was with a 50-millimeter lens. And I, I could see the shooting clays... You know, in the day, in the desert heat, and I was blasting them every single and, shot. In the light, I mean. Yeah, yeah, in the light. So, light. you know, thermal works best with a, you know, a contrasting temperature. Right. So, you know, when it's cold at night and hogs are 98, 98 degrees, you can They're see warm. them really nice. Right. So this was just clay sitting out on the berm. Uh, I, was, I was really impressed. Right? Assuming mm-hmm. the temperature, right? Assuming the temperature, yeah. Yeah, so that's why, you know, like a black steel target absorbing the sun will be warmer than right. the ambient right. surrounding, okay. so you can see it well. Sure. But I didn't expect orange clays on the berm to have much of a contrast. But with that 50 millimeter lens, I was hitting them just fine. <laughs> and then uh, and, and then I didn't play with the next level up one, but they had a 75 millimeter lens there as Ooh. well. So it's some pretty cool stuff. And that's thermal. Thermal. From Flare. Wow. Yeah. And then, but right down the lane from them was uh, that night vision booth. I got to get my, it, it wasn't night. It, it wasn't, out it of was a night core? I'm going to have to look. Have you to, had your card on there. Yeah, I have a card. Let me pull that out. No, it was night sight, wasn't it? That sounds more like it. Nightside Fort Worth, Texas. That's it, dude. Yeah, that's right it. Here. Okay, cool. Nightside, yeah. yeah, so, and, and so what they have is kind of a budget night vision-ish uh, setup. Now it's really ugly and bulky because it uses your existing rifle scope and it clamps on there. And then it has like the computer bo- uh, video core that also clamps onto the scope side. And then it has the uh, uh, illuminator slash screen that sits on top of your optic. Right. And so you got three bulky things on the gun, but for uh, under a thousand bucks, you can see at uh, you know for uh, up to a hundred yards. And then they have a like a three hundred yard and a five hundred yard version. And right. so it, and it works not like night vision, but uh, infrared like your, your cameras on security cameras on your house right. would. Right. With infrared. And so that's an infrared right. illuminator that right. you're nothing else is seeing but your screen and what you're picking it up. And with that again. Uh, shoot, I was hitting... I, yeah, I was popping and shooting clays again at 100 yards. No problem. With all that stuff on your scope, though... You oh, it's bulky. Nothing, it's bulky and cumbersome, but it, it didn't get in the way with you shooting. Well, it? you don't have to do a cheek weld. So they pretty oh, much just... Okay. You know, so I see. I, I'm, I'm used to that you're from shooting night vision anyway. chin weld, right? You, you don't weld. have to. Okay, you yeah. don't have to have chin nothing because you're not, you're not aligning any uh, optical you're just lens. At, looking at hey, you just put your shoulder against it. Because <laughs> like when I shoot with mine, I've got an infrared laser and I've shot in varmints before uh, just from the hip. I'm just sitting down, and I just I'll just put the buttstock against my hip, and I'm using the laser, and I got night vision, you know. And you just you just shoot from there. This reminds me of the story Chester told about uh, that time that you hit a uh, bunny rabbit with a tomahawk. You know? <laughs> well, he's that good, folks. Don't come within sixty yards of my throwing yeah. range. Yeah, or else, or else. But that's why you're top shot, Dustin. But I'm not trying to inflate your ego too much. I just, I really. <laughs> You know, I, I I was a big fan of Top Shot when it came out, uh, when it first came out. You were season three, I think, which is twenty twelve. I think it came out in twenty ten, and uh, History Channel. I would always tune in, like I said, just to see you. And then I, I saw Chester Moore. I knew who he was, but I didn't. I, I wasn't working for the magazine. Yeah, he was on the last episode. On the last episode, I was like, I know Chester. I read his art. I read his uh, column in the Texas Vision cool. Game. And so anyway, it's just kind of kind small of world. 
I'm not trying to be a fanboy on you. I'm just saying you know the handguns and stuff better than I do. That's why I wanted to have you on. So, um, And the thermals and that kind of stuff. that You know the tech side, uh, the technical spec bit. side a little bit more than I do. So that's good. Uh, Black Rain Ordnance. Um, PCC? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Got to shoot there. 9mm PCC there is, uh, is, is nice and accurate. We're shooting 9mm, nine, uh, nine 150 yards freestanding. Right. And, and, and nailing it. Uh, the PCC stands for pistol, pistol caliber carbine. Yeah. And so it's the new fad. Yeah. Uh, and it's got its place. And, and I mean, it's even in, in, entering into a bit of competition lately, and they're having their own um, divisions. Right. Because so, it's half price to shoot 9mm ammo through your AR instead of 223. And then and I like it because you throw a suppressor on the end and shoot some 147s, then you're completely subsonic, and so that's more fun. And then you can shoot, you know, we're talking about shooting far, but uh, normal, like steel targets, you don't want to shoot within 50 to 100 yards with a centerfire you know, rifle cartridge, right. but you can be as close as 10 yards with a pistol cartridge. Yes, you can. And so steel targets are fun, and yeah, so that was fun. And it's kind of cool to be at a range with you, and it's just like, you know, go, bing, 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 bing. I mean, you hear that the target ding every oh, time. Oh, the Black Rain one, though, is so far, you had a delay. You had, you had a delay, yeah. and I was listening to that, and I was like, Pop. that's kind of cool. Ding. ding! I mean, you had to wait for it, but it was really fun, you know, to listen to, so... Um, that was a lot of fun, and we were all wearing ear protection going around there. But then we go to like the OSS silencer booth, and you didn't even need hearing protection for them. Your main thing was asking, you know, why, why will this have blowback on that particular suppressor? And that's right? yeah, that's their selling point. OSS makes a different suppressor. We're Pretty much every other suppressor in the industry still works with baffles. You know, you have monolithic baffles, or you have your K baffle stack, or megas. In, in anyway, but that produces a lot of blowback, which the gases that would normally go out the muzzle end of your barrel come back through your breech and can sting you in the face. Yes. And OSS goes a different way about it and redirects the uh, gases in the can and just like changes directions and it flows back and forth kind of, you know, they've they've equated it to like kind of a, it looks like the inside of a jet turbine engine and, right. and whatnot and, uh, and and slows the gases down and lets them eventually vent out the front. Right. And... Uh, and then have has has a very unique mounting system that it vents out the front, and every shot you take, it, it they're ported in a way that it actually tightens the suppressor onto the muzzle again. Right. And so, I I had kind of wrote off OSS years ago when they were under different ownership and they had different quality and different customer service and it, it, they got a bad rap back kind of like Olympic Arms was back in the day before they you know just as yeah an just example. yeah they yeah bad reputation then they came back from it yeah, that's and, right you know. different owners post 2016 right. and I, I I've just haven't messed with it and I finally said so look I because I'm having issues with all my suppressors, even with the t gas tuning, the suppressor bolts, all that stuff still stinging sure. me in the face when I shoot, especially on the SBR side. I think it's old if you shoot near as much as you do, dude. You know what I'm saying? I mean, huh? that, that gets old. I oh, mean, yeah, as yeah, far yeah. As getting blasted yeah. in the face with your suppressor. You know? It, it, yeah. and, you know, to the point where I like my 300 blackout for self-defense yeah. because I'm going to suppress it. So I can't, and I get stung, you know, when I shoot fast with a two, two, three, and I don't want to, you know, if it's in a self-defense situation, I didn't grab iPro, uh, you know, I don't want to catch gas in the eye and take me out of uh, efficiency of a fight that way. Right. And so uh, if I uh, grab 
their standard AR with a OSS suppressor. I turned it so my face is over the action. Yes. So I'm not using I the sights. That. I'm tucking this under my shoulder. I'm putting my eye right over the action. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just let off all five rounds as fast as I could. And right. nothing to it. It's like there was no blowback. Now, they, they admit themselves it's a few decibels louder at the muzzle. But... Uh, well, we're not putting our ear at the muzzle. <laughs> you know, we're no. putting it back behind the rifle, and that's what I'm concerned about. And, it, and it's and it, it, you know, it's all fine in here and safe back there. So, I'm hoping I can get my hands on one and do it, uh, do some testing. You know, when I'm not at a loud range with mini guns going off. Yeah, and lots you, you of other shooting. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You can't. You're walking down, it's like ding, 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 bing, 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 bang, bang, bang. I mean, it's You'd be lying it's, if you said, ooh, that sounds It's really quiet. There's a yeah. lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. It's really noisy range. So, And one of the things that they're, that remind me, the CSASS is the uh, compact semi-automatic sniper system that is uh, for the U.S. Army. Yeah, and yeah. They're designed, they designed a, professor, a suppressor for that one. Right. Yes. Yeah. So that is part of the new army contract for the uh, their, their sniper system. Twenty thousand something like that units. I mean, that's just that's what he was saying. Earlier. Yeah. That's it, crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's a slick looking rifle. Yeah, that is. So that's good looking. And that's probably in three oh eight, right? Is what yes. you said. I guess what I figured. Or seven sixty by fifty one. Forgive me. Yeah. So that's right. Um, what else? What else? Oh, we stopped by Franklin again because last year they had their um, crazy football nerf shooting. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, the, their proprietary bullet, Franklin their, Armory. Yeah, right. without okay. the without the rifling, so it wasn't right. an SBR. And so, the, oh yeah, they're continuing their innovation this year with the Providence. Now they did not have it there because it's still prototype form, so they didn't let us shoot it. But we got to talk to them and see fill in the blanks right. of. Uh, they had a one minute teaser video that showed, um, like someone kind of shooting it, but. No details of how it worked, but what it looked like is a double action revolver trigger on an AR-15 style rifle, uh, a nine millimeter pistol carving, and and when the dude pulled the trigger, the action would go back, and then yes. when you hit them all at the end, the action goes forward, loads around, and fires, but does not cycle. So your empty casing is still in there. So uh, that, what I was saying, it's almost like an open bolt, you know, semi-automatic or open That bolt. doesn't cycle, though. But uh, no, I know. The trigger. I don't know what to call that it, thing, dude. It's, yeah, that's why it's That is innovation. proprietary innovation, I guess. But yeah. the whole reason of this is kind of just, uh, you know, uh, just sticking it to the politicians yeah. of trying to ban semi-auto. Because right. this is not a semi-auto. By, by and, default, it's not. Or and by, so by it's not it's an not, assault right. weapon. Right. But you could still put high-capacity mags in it. You could still shoot it almost as fast, but not as accurate because you're shooting a double-action trigger, per right. se. But I appreciate the innovative part that pretty much says, oh, yeah? You know, we'll get what are you going to do about this? Yeah, what are you going to do about this, big guy? Yeah. It kind of cracks me up. Like, uh, one shot shall CMMG had a 50 caliber muzzle loader yeah. AR-15 yeah. upper. Because... It's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, here, ban this. (laughs) Ban this single shot, baby. Uh, Single shot smoke pole for an AR-15 frame. There wasn't a market for that. Imagine that. You talked about it the first time you were on this podcast. You talked about that. It cracks me up. It's just hilarious. I want it just to have it for collective shape. Well, and that's the thing that, that Franklin Armory's done a really good job of that as far as the innovation they come with just to kind of stick it to the man, but also just to make you go, didn't know you could do that. You know, I mean, with the uh, with the the echo the echo trigger. Am I saying that right? That they had before? Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The push. Yeah. Pull, push, pull, push, yeah. Push. And it was technically semi-auto, but it wasn't technically fully auto. Yeah. But it it, it, it ran like it was fully auto. Yeah. Kind of, right? Yeah. Am I right? Increase okay. your rate of fu- yeah. fire for the shooter. So that kind of stuff has just been really like, wow, I didn't know something like that. I mean, it's just that they've really been innovative. So, anyway. I thought that was good, so let me write this down. Um, all right, other uh, Crimson Trace you talked about? Oh, yeah, Crimson Trace got into the optics market. So they've got red dots of all shapes and sizes uh, from little ones that'll fit on your handgun, but it's a larger window than normal red dots now, so it's going to be good for competition, probably not what you want to stick in your waistband. Um, I mean, for real, I carry a, 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 the PPSM too. Now, I had an article a while back with the uh, with the with the shield red dot, and so it's 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 small enough. It's just it's whatever. But the Crimson Trace is like twice as big, which is nice to shoot though, because you got a bigger window. So hey, it's cool. So February issue, and then the blog's up right now. Yep, blogging videos up now. Uh, blogging video are up, but the February issue will have in Dustin's column, uh, Dustin Elliman's column on the. Um, the uh, the the Walter PPS M two M two with the shield red dot, right. and uh, so but the Crimson Trace uh, so so they got like the lower budget I think maybe if I'm remembering right you know starting around two hundred dollars for some of the red dots going up to four six hundred and then um, they said with the outstanding battery life like you know greater than three year battery life just leaving it on high the whole time so, kind of like EOTech stuff was you no know? EOTech does not Aimpoint does Aimpoint does okay it, I've got a little beef with EOTech because it, there's you always have to turn it on and right. they'll actually drain the batteries by not being used so oh, that's, actually, and that's happened to me before too. My CR one two three battery. Exactly. So I'm not, you know, right. I'm. You, you, you got to maintain those if you're going to use yeah. them. Yeah, no, that's true. I was just using that because they have like a ridiculously long battery on that's like aim the point. The, on the aim point. That's yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Not not. I had the wrong ones. Um, but but <laughs> this Crimson, is why I'm having you on the show <laughs> and not me do this by myself. All right. Well, Crimson's Trace also has glass optics now and magnified up to like twenty five power and it was like 25 they had some lower one to fours uh, uh, some kind of beefy reticles in there uh, like 40 style. 50 millimeter reticles uh, not reticles I'm no, sorry. the tubes uh, were all 34 mil uh, tubes so okay. nice i like a big tube too. and uh but uh they're higher end so they're they're talking like starting around 1100 price oh, wow and so i mean it is all right oh the one unique thing i did like it though it had a uh, white like laser etch witness marks Okay. For mounting level on scope rings, oh. so you can see where your scope rings separate, and just make make visually a check on each side and do the same space. If your scope rings perfectly, you know, level with the base. I was like, I, I kind of like it. That's really cool because you and I have mounted a lot of scopes over the years. I hate mounting scopes. And because you've got to, you've got to get it just right. It can't have to be off. level. It can't have to be level exactly. So you have to. And if you if you don't mount the ring on there, you know the right way, then you're gonna have issues. And I I deal with a lot of older lower end guns and stuff, so I have all kinds of SKSs and, yeah. and you know stuff like that. And uh, the thing is, you just you've got to be careful, you know, and that kind of helps you be careful with it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's good. So I guess I mean you're you are at the um, uh, mercy of what rings you have and if they clamped on the rail perfectly level or if they're not. So yeah, that that is a variable, but. At least you have an option to look there. That's so, good. Uh, yeah, that's something to look out for. I, I didn't like the, their higher end ones. Uh, the the turrets didn't lock though, so you could easily bump oh, them off. Okay. Which if you set your zero right, you have the zero you could click back onto. 
Right. But, you know, who knows what kind of situation you're in where that could be bumped and you didn't have time to check it to zero. Or your I kid, don't like, that. like my kid. To go a full rotation. Exactly. <laughs> He, you know, I, I let him use a scope for my Air Force Air Guns Talon P one time, which is a, a, a pistol, you know, pistol size, um, you know, long, like an SBR air gun. And uh, basically, <laughs> I, I was just showing it to him, and I, I didn't have the turrets locked down on the scope. Mm-hmm. And he just twisted that sucker off, like, I just sighted that thing in, man. But, you know, it, it, it's no harm, no foul. I mean, that's just the way kids are sometimes. But anybody can knock something like that off. I think it's important to... Um, to have something that's yeah like uh, my bursts that i have on my larue's you you know you just have to pull them up to adjust right and so oh i see and then pull them up and adjust while yeah and then you just push it back down so if i um i'm not sold on that yet all right that's cool um and you visited Chris too, right? Yeah, Chris had their uh, all their all their vectors out again. K R I S S. Yeah, and I got to, so I shot the ten millimeter one just because you know, hey, yeah, uh, the, it's it, vectors just a hard sell though because you know the uh, the actions are made to uh, counteract the recoil of shooting full auto, so right. they kind of stay on. But you know, when you can't market that to civilians, and so he's like, hey, here's this here's this big cool looking semi auto that you can't own. It, no, you can own you the semi auto. But it's just kind of like... But if it was only full auto, is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. I was saying. just making sure I'm picking up what you're laying yeah, down. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. So, so I, I went and I got some more details today talking to them about the Defiance rifle. That I, I think I, yeah, I posted that video. Um, that, that blog post is up. Um, so the yeah. Defiance is like yeah. um, what's well, a high-end 22 AR-15. Uh, but you know the seven hundred dollar price tag could be a put off for a lot of people for a twenty two AR fifteen. Yeah. But it is a high end one. It's stupid accurate, and it takes ten twenty two barrels. Mm. So you can put whatever you want in it. Because yeah. it just has this little sleeve adapter. That's right. I remember something about that. Yeah, before, and so yeah. And it just and it, and it mounts into their. It's just an AR fifteen upper. But then I had a beef with their lower. Wasn't milled out to accept a buffer tube, right? So, because of course with twenty two, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. But that means we're spending seven hundred dollars for this high end AR fifteen style rifle that could be an AR fifteen, and you could throw another upper on it, but you can't. And, but Chris has their own reasons because, because that's proprietary to them, right? No, Is no, it, it's oh, not that. It's okay. it's actually has to do with uh, they do a lot of export business. Oh, okay. okay. And if they uh, if it was something that uh, regular AR fifteen parts, like especially for Canada and all, right. they would use their lose their sport um, configuration category uh-huh. and then it, it would screw all that export stuff up so I, at least now it makes sense to me even though business wise I'm like why don't you just sell the upper part you know it, it, it let a people build their own 22 and because all you'd need is that mag catch and the upper and not even a barrel although they made a nice barrel it was, it was very accurate 22 yeah. barrel and then and then it, uh, anyway I told them they could just sell those off the shelf and, and you don't all have right. to go through an FFL even yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they take my advice. Do I get licenses and royalties? I know. We'll see. Okay. I'll see what I can work out for you, brother. I like it. It's just a good idea. It makes least. sense to me. But we got to take that good idea and market it, man. That's what I'm into. Is marketing. Cha-ching. Um, yeah, Mantis X on your list. Yeah, Mantis uh, shooting systems, correct? Yeah, they they make a. Uh, it's a really unique sensor, and I, I'm, I know I blogged about it, so, but it, it was years back. Yeah. And uh, that just clamps on to any any pistol or rifle. 
and it's for dry fire because you know trigger snobs like me we dry fire and stuff <laughs> and dry fire is free but it's free and it also is is good practice yes oh absolutely excellent practice putting a quarter on top of your pistol that kind of thing that's a room so this is the high-end way of putting the quarter right, on top right, of your front right, right. sight so, that's why i brought that up yeah okay. you're great man and so it uses an app on your phone it's bluetooth and so you snap it on your rail and I tried to fool it, you know, like, okay, it'll sense when your trigger, uh, your, your hammer striker falls. And so it, it, it will, it has a gyroscope-like technology in there, and it will show on the app how much you actually moved your muzzle, if you dipped, if you jerked when that hammer falls. And so and it'll, it'll draw you little lines on your screen, like this is where your muzzle was, and so you can really diagnose and it'll grade you, you know, up to, you know, like I've had a 99.9 once, but I've never had that 100% because it's like impossible, because something's moving in there when you do that. Always. And, and so, uh, so anyway, I've I've thought it was awesome for years. They, they they have their their apps being updated all the time with new drills. You can do live fire mode. You can do CO two mode. You can do air airsoft airsoft mode, and uh, it'll just you know it, it's like a digital instructor for your gun. That's cool. But their new version, the X10 Plus, uh, will or is it X Plus? X, anyway, their new one. <laughs> their new one. <laughs> you go look it up. Uh, <laughs> it, it was so new it was 3D printed at the show today. But it's oh, like a man. third of the size. It's got more battery life, and they've got a new high-end one oh. that will actually measure and grade your draw stroke even. So really? it'll have a buzzer and stuff, and it can tell, you know, if you're hitting your uh, gun too hard and your holstered gun too hard with your hand and screwing with efficiency there. You know, if, you, if you're fishing with your muzzle or bowling as you draw it up. or you're, oh, you're, so, so it'll help you fine-tune even your draw stroke now. Wow. So it, That's cool. It's legit. Uh, it, it, hardcore trainers, I mean, for, you know, uh, it's from... 100 to 250 for the high-end one or, uh, you know, around 100 bucks a little more or so. Uh, I mean, if you're serious about firearms training, even even if you are capable to have the range time, you can't neglect dry fire practice because, it, you know, it, it, live fire disguises things and also can build bad habits if you're flinching sure. under under the live fire. And so, and if nobody's watching you to cover, you know, cover if you're doing Yeah, it's wrong. like buying a personal instructor and being able to do it yourself. It's, it's pretty cool. What do one of those systems run? Did you ever find that out, what the MSRP is? I always like I said, the high end one is going to be around two fifty. That does everything. The lower end, you know, the the basic one, the one I had and did a write up of, is is a little over a hundred, I believe. That's it. Yeah, you get dry fire training in your home. Yeah, you can do indoors. Totally. And it it helps you become a better a better shooter. Mm-hmm. And you can even put on rifles and everything. That's cool. If, if your rifle, if your handgun doesn't have a rail, they sell magazine pad adapters. Okay, and then cool. it goes it goes on your magazine, and it senses down at the magazine level or or otherwise on the rail. And so the know. the new uh, the new one that is like, well, how am I going to draw stroke practice with that? Uh, it it the new model is so small it will fit in any holster that is capable of holding a light. Okay. okay. So so yeah. So you're, a lot you're of the tactical guys have that already. That, so yeah, the tactical lights, yeah. So basically, you, you swap out your light for yep. this device. Yep. Yes. Okay. And then you can work on your draw stroke too. That's great. So much cool stuff, man. That's what Shasha's about. Oh, man. that's what, So we're here all week. Um, 
and we both leave on Friday, and I'm, my plan is just to bring you guys as many podcasts as I can to uh, to just crank them out here in the hotel room where we're at. Uh, what are your thoughts of where all this stuff is heading, man? I mean, this is we we talked about a lot of innovations, a lot of new stuff. I I keep on thinking somebody's going to run out of ideas one day, one day, you know, but it never happens because there's always something better you can improve on in the shooting sports. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right, and that's why that's why we love coming to here. Because uh, you just you're amazed by what's next, you know what's new, you know every year. And, and so this, you know, firearms industry goes in waves, and so they call this right now the Trump slump, which anyway, it's debatable. But, it wasn't as bad as it was right after the election. Yeah, I, it, everybody Terry, pulled their ad dollars after the election. I'm like, oh my yeah, gosh. yeah, yeah. So it hurt, man. It hurt bad. So firearms industry is booming in sales. Right. When we're all scared about losing our rights, <laughs> our guns. Yeah. But uh, but but the 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 positive thing about when sales go down, innovation goes up. Yeah. And so in the companies, instead of selling a buttload of the regular ARs, are saying, well, we got all this time on our hands. What can we make new, and how can we make stuff better? And that's what we're getting to see. And how can we get? How can we improve this? How can we do better? You know, I mean, there's there's just so much different you know stuff that we can do around there. So. I mean, that's a nice thing about what we do in media and you in social media a lot is that we get to, you know, we get to play with, with this stuff, but we also get to bring it to you, you know, the end consumer, because, you know, we're doing the dirty work, I guess, if you will. It's fun, dirty work. Dirty work. I guess. I mean, it was really sandy and windy at the, at the desert. So We all got we'll wind burned, but it wasn't that bad. So, anyway. But, uh, well, thank you, Dustin. Thanks for coming. Hey, my pleasure. On the show. Appreciate it. How can people find you? Uh, yeah, Top Shot Dustin. You pretty much type that into anything. Uh, you'll find either the Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, website, Marksman Campus, MarksmanCamp.com. Pretty easy. You've got to be one of the most prolific guys that I've had on the show um, as far as followers and stuff because you've got right around how many YouTube subscribers now? Shoot, I'm about to hit 300,000. Gee whiz, that's crazy. So... I mean, you're right up there with a lot of these guys that are that are doing YouTube stuff, and so I mean, like I said, I just I invite you to check out Dustin's stuff because the one thing I learned about Dustin Ellerman is just how to shoot better, how to shoot better form, and just how to do you know, and just the the education that you put out there for people, I think is great. Well, thanks. After so. after Range Day. <laughs> I was saying, I think Shot Show Range Day needs to have a prerequisite training day before. I know, you need to watch like, a video before you go. Gosh, put your chicken wing down. Get right. your finger out of right. there. What is with yeah. your grip? Yeah, we. I, I even heard you talk about that. That guy has finger in the trigger guard, and he wasn't even near ready to fire. I was just like, oh, my gosh, man. But, That's why um, I carry a tourniquet and trauma kit right, these days. I, I saw you pull one of those off before we sat down and started recording. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Dustin said it. And you told me the first time we shot together, you're like, if something ever happens, this is what I need you to do, Dustin. <laughs> you know, here's the blood clotting or whatever, the stuff that you have, the, the tourniquet stuff. And I'm just like, wow. that's. But, you know, it's, it's, it's about being safe out there, you know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. So. No. Can't put enough, uh, you know, emphasis on safety. So I'm almost says use that one shot show. You know, a lady fell down the escalator right in front of me. I thought it was crazy. I jumped over this dude to get to her and help her, and then someone else was smarter and stopped the escalator. And oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> she she had hit her head on the step and stuff. Oh, we were about gosh. to go. She, it was all good in the end, but it was, it was kind of crazy. It's kind of cool. You keep that medical kit with you. Then. You never know where you're going. You always do it. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So. All right, thanks so much for coming, man. Now, have an awesome day in the outdoors, guys. We'll see you on the next podcast. Bye!